episode 15. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd goes <coughs> wild. Excuse me. Yeah. Why, um, why are we not been podcasting lately. Oh, people. sorry. Yeah, I've had about a thousand emails. People saying, "Wow, oh, we're hanging by our, <clears throat> you know, what's waiting toenails. for the next episode." Toenails. Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Well, it was Easter. Easter was thrown in there somewhere. It's, it's oh, upset and, everything, hasn't and it? Because you're so very religious, etc. You had obviously crucifixion Com- commitments. Commitments. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't know. It just got a bit hectic. It's everything's got a bit hectic, but we're back anyhow. So mm. we've we're here. We've got episode fifteen mm. to put away. We've got a few things to get through. Have we? Oh, I think so. We've got. I don't. I've got, I've got nothing. You've got nothing. Actually, I've, I've, I've got, got a done. really good story to tell before we get into it. Actually, I have got a couple of things. Can I tell my story? Yeah, I was just gonna. I was gonna drop some teasers. That's all. I've got. Uh, how about this for? Exciting teasers. Uh, mention our new forum. Uh, mention uh, talking about the whys and wherefores of importing your own hi-fi. And five great show-off CDs for getting the best out of your stereo. Wouldn't that be that name sample CD that everyone nah, took the up? The name sample CD sounds like shit. It, well, it actually doesn't. It's, they, the it, first it, two it, tracks are good. Oh, you've listened to it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I... I... Uh, I uh, I, I have not listened to it. No, I, I um, they make brilliant recordings, and I don't know where they get their musicians from, but one one could guess possibly the morgue. But anyhow, why you have found it to be exciting music? I I didn't mind it. It's different. It's not for everyone, I don't suppose. But it's a good mm. good little tester. Free music is always good. A bit like beer. Um, what's your car story? Oh, my story. Well, it's um, on the way over here actually this afternoon. Really. Yeah. You know, the council, they they paint lines on the road mm-hmm. to assist people, guide give, them. give them direction, guidance, Indicative whatever. Indicative sort of car placement sort of line. Yeah, yeah. And you we, might drive between them mm, consistently. Yeah, that's it. Drive between the lines, people. Yeah. That's what you've got to do. What, well, what happened? Okay. Just not far from where I work, we've got a... You work? Yep. Mm. Is that what you call it? Yep. Mm. So okay. you call... Surfing you porn in the middle of the day, work. <laughs> no, I'm out in the road pulling cables. Pulling what? <laughs> pulling cables. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did something similar this afternoon. It did involve cable. I wouldn't know if it was pulling it, but anyhow, keep going. Ready? So this is a uh, dual carriage crossroads with traffic lights. Sounds complicated. It does sound a bit complicated mm. for most people. So that's why they paint the lines on oh, the road okay. for you. To help, so, you, help guide you across help the you guide you. Yeah. Around it or through it? Well, I wanted to turn right. Okay. And I've, I've, seen, I've seen the aftermath, but I've never seen it happen before, but I have okay. was privileged to seeing it actually happen. Mm. Now, if you turn right and you stick within the lines, mm. you don't hit the centre island. <laughs> That's the trick, people. Stick between the lines, you don't hit the centre island. Now, the centre island... Has the centre island got a sign on the end of it? No, it's... Not it, now. <laughs> it's got a uh, traffic light on it. <laughs> yeah. And and it's a good 30 centimetres of concrete, too, which is great. 30 centimetres? Yeah, from... Is that like centimetres? Yeah. Only centimetres. Centimetres, yeah. Because they're in the centre of the road. Yes. They're centimetres. So, a foot... 
is 30 centimetres, yes. Approximately, yeah. Oh, is, that's how high that's the island That's the height was. of the island. Wow. From road line. So not that's... only does it damage your wheel, it damages the sill of your car as well. <laughs> so this pulsar, yeah. he cut the corner. Cool. He cut it severely. <laughs> did he Did he come to a sudden stop? <laughs> no, he um he hit it so hard that it, it just kicked the back of the car right out. And yeah. I didn't, I couldn't quite see, but I'm sure he's he's damaged the sill and the back right hand wheel on these. You could just about tear the suspension out of the yeah. arse end of the thing, wouldn't you? Yes. And if if you go past that corner, you can see that chips and chunks <laughs> of concrete that come out of the corner that other people have done. Or other him. people have done it all the time. They just they don't get the gist of it. it's double carriageway, so you don't turn until you get across the intersection. Then you can turn. But the white lines, they... So he just headed on a 45-degree angle for the middle of the... Well, not the middle, but the... You know, like, he didn't... Yep. He didn't sw- do a nice sweeping curve. No. He aimed straight for the... Well, he went for the apex. Was he an older gentleman with a hat? No, he was a young bloke, actually. With a hat on backwards. Yeah, with a hat on backwards. That'd be about it. Mm. So, yeah, he hit the apex pretty well. He did a pretty good job. He, he hit his apex yep. hard. <laughs> Uh, it's always funny laughing at other people's uh, misfortunes. I do enjoy that. <laughs> I thought you would like that. <laughs> you got any video of that? No, I should have. Should have. Oh, I was driving, so you can't. You can't. Use oh no, it. you can't use a camera and drive no. at the same time. No, no. And you do your makeup, wear uh, eat a hamburger, and drink a cup of coffee, but you can't uh, shoot video. Uh, no, that's good. That I like that. Um, uh, CDs that sound good, since we're supposed to be about audio. Not oh, cars. okay. Do you have, like, <clears throat> favourite CDs that you like? Oh, I was having a bit of a nostalgia trip today. I um, was just thinking about what we were playing back in the dark ages from record to demonstrate yes. hi-fi systems. And I was just going to touch on this for a minute because um, I thought it was... Uh, I think this audio is really quiet. Yeah, we're just whispering because it's quiet in here and we're just oh, okay. talking quietly to each other. Oh, no. I'll have to fix it up later. Anyhow, um, uh, actually, there's one right there. Crime of the Century. Terrible sound quality. Good music. Uh, good music in an old pop music kind of way. Uh, what I was going to say, though, Sheffield Lab used to, uh, if the sound is weird, it's because I'm facing away from yeah. a pile of CDs. Um, used to play a lot of Sheffield Lab. Uh, can't see any just now. Uh, Thelma Houston. I think I've mentioned it before when Whitney passed on. Um, she in a previous episode. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, she was a Rady or some bloody thing. Magnificent voice. Uh, and uh, pressure cook, pressure cooker. That was um, that was a good demo uh, album. And uh, Dave Grusin. Uh, and. Uh, Primarily piano, as in discovered again. Disco- no, discovered again is the remake. No, it's not. It was the original. Discovered again, again was the remake. I don't know any of these. Ah, uh, you wouldn't. Um, you got to hang around hi-fi shops out the back, smoking. Uh, I mean, um, drink. I mean, talking about things. Um, but in more recent times, um, Jennifer Warren's famous Blue Raincoat and uh, The Hunter are, are albums that everyone seems to have used. The reason why I'm mentioning this, by the way, is um, because uh, two reasons. One, if you want to make a mediocre system sound great, Jennifer Warren's is a great way to do it. Also, I was going to ask that. Does it so you can get 
depending on the content, you can make a sound. Oh, Hunter is a great album to put on a mid-price system because it's got big bottom end and a very sort of smooth, sort of fairly lush sort of sound. Um, good album to, to show off crap stereo. Famous Blue Raincoat, her previous album, is almost the opposite because it's quite a... Um, uh, <coughs> excuse me, hasn't got as big a bottom end, hasn't got the big lush sound, but it's got a very uh, slightly brittle sound and a better system does make a nicer job of it. It's a far more demanding disc to play. Uh, both have quite good music. Uh, famous Blue Raincoat perhaps somewhat better, depending on your opinion. That's all Leonard Cohen tunes, which is what... The famous blue raincoat things about, and uh, but a couple of other albums that uh, I've used, um, uh, and one well, there's one that everyone seems to play at every hi-fi show the last couple of years is um, Nils Lofgren's uh, Keith Don't Go, which of course I played in the previous <laughs> episode. Actually, it's a it's a pretty amazing recording. The song is is hideous. It's just Horrible. I mean, who would not want Keith to go? Um, and uh, Steely Dan, of course, standbys. You know, always oh, yeah. played at various hi-fi shows, and you, you know, very clean recordings, uh, great production values, and uh, I quite like the music. But that would be a personal taste thing, I suppose. Um, but uh, the 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 thing that <clears throat> I referred to a nostalgia trip uh, about three minutes ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Fresh Air 3, Takata, was the uh, the demo track for years when I was a kid. Yes. Which will mean nothing to you. No. Because you were in Gympie and they don't have hi-fi shops there. Well, actually, no, uh, that's being unkind about Graham and... Uh, Daryl. Daryl, because they probably used that same track. And if they were listening to this right now, which, of course, they are, because everyone is... Um, they would go, yeah, we played the arse at Fresh Air 3. Um, and uh, it was it was a great showpiece. Um, so everyone who's listening who is of an older uh, generation who uh, will remember these things, on the other hand, younger listeners would be wise to do searches for Mannheim Steamroller and Fresh Air 3, which is terribly corny in some ways, but... Oh, great show-off piece that Takata what, tune. What, do you have a um, a popular track, as in a pop track that would be? I was going to was going to mention that as well. I um, I um, there's a couple of things I like. I quite like, um, and it was it had the ass played out of it about um, oh, five, ten, ten years ago. It was only. Um, not only human, um, which is a which is a great album, Mark Gillespie, but um, not only human, um, stay human um, by um, I've got that here as well. You know, one that I've used. Oh, here it is. Yeah, stay human. Um, oh, what's his freaking name? Michael Franti and Spearhead. The last track, uh, which is. Uh, called something that I can't read without <laughs> reaching for my spectacles. Oh, Skin on the Drum. What a... Yeah, great. That's a great album. It's a brilliant album. In fact, I highly recommend the album. It's great music. And it is poppy in a way, but, you know, by a great musician and really slick production. And it's got a bit of a bizarre theme sort of thing to it. Are you familiar with that album? 
No, you should be. Okay. Um, but yeah, last track, great, great demo. Just sort of close mic vocals and stuff really sounds great and, and probably sounds pretty good on a mediocre system, but even, even better on a, on uh, something quite flash. And on a final note, uh, Nazrat Fatah Ali Khan, um, and, uh, from the real world label. Uh, he's not with us anymore, I don't think. Big, um, I think he's Pakistani dude. Really cool Pakistani style music. Gotta check it out, uh, if you've not heard it before. And, and the good album was, um, Muster Must, which is M-U-S-S-T or M-U-S-T-T. I think it was M-U-S-S-T. Repeated. Um, Big bottom end. And there's tracks on that album with huge bottom end. Oh, which reminds me of the, of the original, original nostalgia trip I had today, which was Don Grews and not Dave Grews and Don Grews mm-hmm. and Raven album. Huge bottom end. If you've got, if you're trying to flog some hi fi or you want to see, love how I said wanna then. Wanna. I've been living in Queensland too long. If you, uh, wanna, uh, get um, either bottom end out of some small speakers and, or, or, or find out whether they can handle some serious bottom end. Dave Grew is in the Raven or Raven. Oh, oh, I'll give you a disc that can test bottom end. There we go. Def Effects. You haven't heard that one? Is it? <coughs> Actually, Def Effects, that's a GRP label thing in here, isn't it? Uh, Australian band. Oh, is Fiona it? Fiona Horn. Fiona Horn. Yeah. And? <laughs> um, track. Water, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That will test your bass. It rings a bell for some reason. Yeah. Starts off slow and quiet and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I haven't listened to it for a while. Another one that I've used a lot, mm-hmm. Yellow. I think I've got every oh, well, album yeah. of Yellow. 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 Based a whole career on demonstrating <coughs> car sound with Yellow. <laughs> and other one I like... Um, Baby, by the way, is the album that I always thought had the best engineering on it. Yep. Although a customer was playing some this morning because he was flipping through my, he was using me, he was listening to the name, uh, <clears throat> time for an ad, listening to the name uh, ND5XS streamer, affordable streamer with uh, switchable digital inputs and uh, internet radio built in. Yes. He was listening to whatever was on my NAS drive, which is four or 500 albums, and flicking through on the iPod using the Endstream app to view all the artwork. Cover art. Cover art. And, uh, yeah, he picked out a number of different Yellow albums and he picked a, an older one. It's funny how the stuff on that hard drive I never listened to, so he's picking things I don't even know what they were. I thought, oh, that sounds all right. <laughs> I've got no idea what that is. Um, Bostick, that's a good one. Is it? So when you say good, you mean... A good test. Okay, so we're not, not necessarily talking great music. I should clarify that with some of the things I've mentioned, I'm not sure that they're that great of music, but certainly uh, Michael Franti is great music, and what was the other thing I mentioned? Uh, Don Gruzen, not so great, but damn yep. impressive synths, big sound. Anyhow, anything else you've got while we're on the subject of CDs? Um, I have used, and oh, I still use, um, yep. Best of Stevie Wonder. It's it's great. Oh, yeah, he's, got, he's had some great engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. In fact... There was a Stevie Wonder album I used to use for demo a lot. It had huge, big synth bottom end as well. I can't think what album it was, but it was, yeah, I played that for years too. It was up there with Yellow as far as having big, yeah. fat sound and, you know, crisp sort of 
balance and, and you know. And actually, we could have a whole article on what's shit, what albums have horrible sound that people bring in and go, oh, I want to have a listen to this. Anything Rolling Stones, of course, just dire fucking bollocal. <laughs> um, just awful in the extreme. Um, oh, I know. One, one. Credence. Oh, my God. Dave, I've got a Credence album that someone left in a machine that we wrote off and they never picked it up or whatever. And oh, I quite like the music, but, man, that recording is nasty. It is horrendous. Like, what were they doing, you know? Uh, i got one for you. Hoodoo Gurus. Is that bad? Oh, they're great live, but I don't know what they do in the recording. We're talking fidelity, though, not yeah, music. Yeah. Fidelity is Shinola. Yeah. It's just... Um, Phil Collins, thrashiest, <laughs> nastiest, most awful recordings. Phil obviously has no hearing above 1.5K because he has, a, he has the top end turned up. So, I mean, look at what he's done for a living. I mean, he spent most of his life behind a drum kit. He obviously has no hearing, and you can hear that in his recordings because he's obviously the one engineering them. You can tell that by the sizzle factor. Um, isn't it funny how you get... Uh, oh, I was going to say, there's another one that's popped in my head and it's popped out, but, you know, great artists like, I don't know, there's oh, a million of them. Yeah. The better the musician, the crappier the sound almost. And that's the embarrassing thing and the sad thing for hi-fi is that so often the the most exciting and the most interesting music that you want to listen to has the poorest recordings. Taken to extreme, of course, you end up with name where their recordings are simply divine and their recording artists Well, that's a yellow track, simply divine. Ass. <laughs> simply divine. Ah, so it is, yeah. Off the... Uh, 1985. Is that the name of the album? Um, the Essentials. Oh, well, that's not an album. That's a compilation. <laughs> Do you listen to compilations? Yeah. You'll leave the room now. <laughs> compilations. I don't know the actual album. It's off. Uh, it's off one of those bizarre early ones they had. Mm, I could pick up my iPad and scan through my music. I could tell you what it's off. Um... Uh, off the screen. Uh, what else have I got on my list here? Importing your own hi-fi. Is that a good thing, Keith? Well, I've never had to do, do that, but I believe you've delved into that area. Oh, I do it for a living. No, I meant customers doing it. I mean, you know, obviously suppliers are allowed to do it. <laughs> oh, you're talking about customers getting their own gear overseas? Yeah. You mean internet shopping? Um, Internet shopping for large... Uh, price point items, you know, like thousand, two thousand, four thousand dollar amps, CD players, whatever, and buying them out of the country. Well, there's a little bit of danger there. A little bit of danger. Um, what sort of danger? I'm sorry, I'm talking. Yeah, well, it's, I, I'm trying. I'm playing with this. Well, you're you not going to get any backup and support, are you? Well, no. You're not, well, not locally. You're not. You can guarantee it. I won't be giving you any. Um, I mean. For someone like you and I, we'd probably do it anyhow because you'd pull the cover off and fix it if you had to. Um, well, that's the thing. If you, I have a bit of a saying about it. Okay, I import equipment for a living. Um, I'm just finding that album now. I think it was on... What did you call it? Desire... What was it? The Essentials. No, the name of the track. Something or other, Desire. 
Is it on a flag? Oh, it could be. No, nah, it's not. No. I need to dig up all those tracks, all those albums. I've got... Um, what was that not playing? Did I turn it down? Well, we're going to have some music. Oh! It's like we're in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Enough of that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> importing. Uh, what I was saying was that if you if you want to be an importer, that's not a problem. You get all the. Um... Is this Dirty Joe coming up? Nah, fuck no. Joe. I mean, um, no, he's not really. He's just one of the many. And hey, if you want to do it, that's not a problem. Go go right ahead. But, but if you buy if you're buying overseas, is that actually importing? Of course, it's importing. How is it not importing? Well, you're not. Bring it in to sell it on. You just bring it in to buy it. To You're still it. importing it, aren't you? you? Yeah, I suppose you are bringing it in the country. Yeah, well, but that, for personal use, not for oh, for personal use. <laughs> okay. So what you're suggesting is that for personal use, you shouldn't pay import duty and sales tax, i.e., GST. No, you probably should. To keep, and over a thousand dollars, you're supposed to. But can I put forward a number of? Uh, pieces of evidence that I've had from customers is that, oh, well, I just keep uh, throw away the original packing and I just put it in a suitcase and wrap it in a couple of smelly shirts that I've been wearing while I was away and, you know, I'm just assuming people are actually travelling. Oh, okay, yes. And they pick it up, you know. So they they smuggle it into the country. That's That does tend to uneven the... Um, Which... They've been doing it for years with, in the playing field. with SLR cameras and that sort of jazz. Oh, yeah, that's different. I'm not in the camera industry. But, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that's fine. So you, if you bring it in yourself, you save some money. And why have you saved money? Well, free freight. First thing is you've got it in your suitcase. Your suitcase is moving anyway from A to B. Yes. Point B is uh, you're um, going to smuggle it in. You're going to perform an illegal act and smuggle it in, not pay appropriate duty mm-hmm. or tax or both. Um, and if you do that, you've saved on freight, you've saved on duty and tax, and the importer has to pay that. The importer also pays other costs like, in many cases, local approvals for the CE tick, things like that, um, maintenance of, uh, of that uh, affirmation and putting stickers on things, unpacking equipment, packing it back up, whatever, depending on how big the manufacturer is. Obviously, the bigger the manufacturer, it's more likely already printed on the back. Freight handling, shipping it to the door, all of that stuff. I mean, how do, you, how do you think it gets from the port to the distribution warehouse to the hi-fi store and then to the customer's store? A customer's store, the customer's uh, house. Yes. Well, usually the customer takes it to the customer's house, but or the dealer does if they're installing it. But it has to get freighted around the country. And I, in fact, on that subject, I went to the post office today with a box that was exactly fourteen inches by twelve inches by four inches. What are you turned American now? It weighed. Um, all right. <laughs> what's what's an inch? It's about inches about what half a meter or something, isn't it? <laughs> so I had a box about the two size of a small yacht. <laughs> And it, uh, I want to express post it to Sydney. <clears throat> For those that are not familiar, we're about a thousand so k's away from Sydney. And uh, we're 15,000 k's away from LA, but I swear I could get it shipped from LA 
air freight for hardly any more than what it cost me to get it to Sydney. It's forty two bucks. Forty two dollars. Forty two bucks. Go a thousand K. I expressed some concern at that charge to the young lady behind the counter. This is she, the post in a professional post office fashion, ignored everything that I had to say. All sarcastic comments were ignored. She continued on in her business-like manner, <laughs> and I left annoyed. $42. Weighed two kilos. That's a bit... Mm. Obviously, it's cubed out, I suppose. So, how But you, you buy the big bag for $20, and it would have just about bloody gone in. But why didn't you... Use a freight company instead of a post office. Because oh, I thought it was going to be twenty odd dollars. Convenience factor to you. Ah, oh, my rate with TNT on air bags is sh- probably shit. I've a good rate on road freight, but something like that. I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I had a couple of other bits of mail to go, like a couple of yeah, small yeah. items that I could let my mail collect for a couple of, you know, two or three days, and then I'll do one run to the post office. I mean, one, you know, queuing up twice a week is better than queuing up five times a week. Anyhow, that was just one of those things. Um, getting back so to the So there's all these importer, expenses. Yeah, well, there's, there's things that people very conveniently forget, and you've got to store this stuff somewhere. I mean, it's not warehoused under the stairs in someone's house. I mean, it's in a building, rent's being paid. And then the warranty. That's the next thing, you know. You Well that's the someone's main someone's got a, it would have to be the well, main thing. the main thing. But people go, Oh, why is it so dear? I can get it cheaper. Well, yeah, of course you can. And if you want to do it, do it, like I say. But no local support and don't be too harsh on the local importers when you start to look at the costs associated with bringing this stuff in, the cost of the money that's involved, interest, etc. Because as an importer you pay for the goods, you know long before you receive them, as much as a month or two before you receive them, you've paid for them, and then when you sell them to the retailer at a skinny margin, you then wait, proceed to wait more months to get paid. Mm. On the same sort of idea or same sort of problem, yeah. in my hunting for motorcycles mm. online yeah, and being out of the motorcycle, well, road bike sort of mm. market... Mm. There's a lot of people importing motorbikes. Is there? From the US. Yeah. Wants to go Aren't there. they all left-hand drive, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, really? What sort of Harleys and crap like that? No, any bike. There seems to be... What, proper bikes? Hmm. What would you bother? Well, the they must be getting them... there anywhere else. They must be getting them cheaper. No. Or are they more models that we never got? Maybe they're collectibles. I think collectibles come to this country. Well, actually, yeah, collectibles, maybe. But I've heard in regard to pommy bikes, a lot of them are coming from Australia back, going back to England because they're worth more there. Oh, really? Yeah. More demand? Oh, well, in the sense that, yeah, the prices are higher, apparently. Hmm, okay. Poms poms like collecting old, oily, pommy motorbikes. (laughs) I don't know. Uh so well, how did you find out about that? I mean, oh, in the just, sense, how do you know they were imported? Well, you, when you do the search through mm. bike sales, whatever, mm. it says, um, well, there's one particular guy on there that has something due in a few weeks from the US. Oh, or, okay. I know that uh, certain mobs down south used to bring in great gobs of 400s and 250s from um, Japan, all the models that we never got, like, I don't know, 
RBFs or something, these high-performance oh, yep, yep. V4-400s and things like that, that Yami and Honda make, really good bikes, but don't know. We're stuck on big bikes in Australia. We've got a lot of distance to cover. We need to do as Can close you... to 300 kilometres an hour as possible all of the time. <laughs> At all the time. <laughs> Something that only does 200 is really no use to us. Um, so back to... What are you getting back into road bikes? Oh, Ooh, we shouldn't be publicising this on <laughs> oh, internet radio. I was, just, might hear. I was just looking at her. She doesn't, just looking. Yeah. Just looking. She doesn't listen to this crap. She doesn't listen. Thank She's God not interested. No. What is wrong with her? Well, she's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's obviously some of the problem. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I feel I may have just... No. It's all good. No, I was just looking at bikes. So just trying to get a feel for it and get a... Understanding again of I've got one you can test ride. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How is that one going? Oh, it's good. Is it I haven't seen it. Is it still orange? You haven't seen it. Orange and it's green. It's just on the other side of the wall. Is orange and green? Orange and green. ZX ten R O four model. Are you gonna keep it like that? The mental one. Just to keep it like the Yeah, I'm gonna leave it like that. Insane colour scheme. Did you see that sign on the way to Bribe Island? Oh, on the way down to Brisbane, sorry, just after Bobby no, Island. I didn't Turner. see that, no. It's still there. It is, is it? ZX ten O four. Yep. yep. Mint. Yep. Six thousand four hundred. There you go, there's an ad. <laughs> um Yeah, well that's about what they that nah, depends how many Ks it's got. Mine's got very low Ks, which is makes it worth in my mind a bit more. Ten thousand Ks is It's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. The thing is just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. It's just, it's just unadulterated craziness. I love it. Don't think I'd ride it on the road, but on the track, it is just unreal. Um, now we're supposed to be talking about hi-fi. Yeah. Uh, we so don't import hi-fi. Oh, that's what you're saying? No, I'm saying import it as, as much as you want, but you can't honestly expect to come into a place like here or any other hi-fi store and ask questions, listen to things. Seek basically. I don't mind telling test drive things. Yeah, test driving. That's particularly rude. And then turn around and buying it out of, out of the country. It, all I can suggest, I suppose, is think about how it might be if it was done to you. And if you work at some large institution or something, and then maybe you don't feel it so personally. But if you work at another smaller business and people were coming in and spending half an hour, an hour of your time, or maybe three hours, as some people do. And then you go just quite rudely turn around and go, well, thanks for that, and walk off. And then you find out in the grapevine later that they bought that product, that exact product, somewhere else because it was 12.5% cheaper. And to get it cheaper, you had to, you know, run the gauntlet of the mm. customs offices. Obviously, you're going to get it cheaper than that if you bring it in yourself. You might save 20 to 30%. But look at why you're saving the money. You're saving the money because there's no air freight. If it's an expensive, small thing, there's no air freight. There's no distribution costs. There's no warranty costs because, I mean, the warranty is very rarely covered by the manufacturer. It's the local distributor that's eating the warranty in many cases. There's usually allowance made for parts and things, but nonetheless, the labour component of that has been absorbed locally. Uh, There's... um, uh, duty, GST, 
Uh, there's, there's many reasons why you're saving 20 or 30% by bringing it in yourself. Main reason is you're a smuggler. <laughs> smuggler. When something goes something wrong, you'll need to take it back to the store <laughs> where you bought it from overseas, which is not convenient. Now, many people will say, and quite rightly, why do you keep talking about it breaking down? Why will it break down? Well, it probably won't. But if it does, it's going to be really, really annoying. The second thing is technology has become more and more technological. <laughs> Techie. Sophisticated. The point is there's more and more potential for either you not being able to get it configured and working the way you want, and you may need the help of someone who's experienced locally and gone through the dramas of how to make a particular product work. So there's not really anything wrong with it. It's just that, you know, it's not really do-it-yourself install product. Uh, or, in fact, uh, yeah, firmware upgrades, other issues. I don't know. Stuff, take it from me. Nothing, nothing, is, nothing I sell is 100% reliable, though I have to say it is very, very reliable. Spent loudspeakers, of course, are mm-hmm. almost perfectly reliable. But as you get into more complex things like electronics, amplifiers, pretty reliable. CDs, fairly reliable. Streamers, mm, yeah. And then it gets worse from there as you get into more crazy stuff. If you bring in an AV receiver, they're just asking for trouble. It's the least reliable thing on the planet is an AV receiver, I think. Really? Mm. Okay. Is that you fix a lot of those AV receivers? Yeah, they're not they're not lasting real well. They're a bit like flat panel TVs. Five years is good. Well, yes, five years is good. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah. Wow, this is this is riveting listening, isn't it? <laughs> it's all true, though. What else was on my list? What do you got in your list, Keith? Oh, well, I, I want to... I'm going to talk about a, an application for oh, okay. an iPad. Well, there you go. You ready for it? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Cool. I'm, I'm bored with importing. I, I just... Moral of the story, just to finish up on that, just, 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 just think about it, how fair it is. Would you like it to get to the stage where there is no local hi-fi retailers left or almost none and, you know, then you, you, you'll be relying on the internet and your retailing mates out of the country for everything? So what about the car industry? And with globalisation, maybe we're heading that way anyhow. Maybe, mm. I'm, maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. I don't know. The car industry, they there's importers of cars and then there's the local whatever. Yeah, but they can't import a car that's sold in Australia properly in volume. They can't. You can't. You're not simply not allowed to bring that. Well, model that's in. true. All that that model under any circumstances, yeah. unless it's a personal import, which I think these days you've got to own it for two years. It used to be a year. I think it's two years. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. not two years. It's still a year. But I mean, you know, it really does have to be a genuine personal import. Personal use. Yeah, you you bought it when you were living overseas, and now you bring it here, or vice versa. You, you you've moved here from, you know, Pakistan, and you're bringing your uh, three wheeled um, <laughs> Ute with you. Ute. <laughs> Rightio, can I talk about my app? Oh, far away. Have right. you written one? No, no, I'm not that good. So there's this app. Now this is for people like me, and actually you probably like it. Hmm. Um. It's an application for quoting. Right. It's, um, it's great for... What has this got to do with Hi-Fi? Well, it's actually set up for Hi-Fi people, nearly. What, customers? No, not customers. But isn't the show directed at customers? 
or like people who buy hi-fi because they like music and good sound. Oh, I suppose it is. But don't we have a lot of people in the industry, in the trade? Mm, I get about three. Three. So for those three, fire away. Fire away. Keep going. Come on. (laughs) Well, the app's called, it's actually a good name, really, The Proposal. Oh, God. (laughs) Wasn't that a movie? Yeah, it does sound like a movie. I think it was a movie. As apps go, mm. I think it was twelve or th- twelve ninety five or something. So holy, dude, it's, it's an up expensive there. app. Yeah. Whoa, high end app. Yeah. <laughs> but as apps goes, it's expensive. Mm. As a piece of quoting software, it's cheap. I don't know. Spreadsheets are even cheaper. But keep going. So it lets you do up a quote pretty quick as in five minutes, as long as you've got your prices and all that already in there, mm. which is pretty normal for most of this software. We can just type the price as you go into a spreadsheet and just work it all out. Yeah, you can. You don't use spreadsheets? No. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> spreadsheets are boring. So let me, let's me do a quote for you, Andrew. Let's, okay. let's put it to the test. All right. Let's, let's start. So I'm pressing create a new quote. Okay. I'm pressing client's name. Your yes. name is Andrew. I'm mm. typing that in. Mm. Okay. And your company name is Audio Fix. Yes. Audio. Oops. We don't put a space in it, do we? It's just one Hell word. No. We tap here. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a picture for Audio Fix. There we go. We'll have that picture. Where'd you get the picture from? It's just jumped online and it's found a picture of audio fix for me. Yeah. So this is now the cover of my quote to you. Mm-hmm. This already sounds pretty gay. <laughs> so this is to remind the potential receiver of the quote what their business looks like, this photo. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because that could, you know, that could happen. So, and the scope, so we're going to call it a, uh, just for interest sake, we're going to call it a multi-room audio system. So I've done that. I don't want a multi-room audio system. No, that's what you're getting today. I don't want one. I'm going to... Oh, you're going to quote me on one, just in case I do want one. Yeah, I'm, I'm installing... Oops. I can't spell. Installing four rooms... Yeah, I've only got three. <laughs> oh, you one for out the back. Of this is, I'm not sure that this is great radio. Maybe no, no, we should good. let you do this and so, then no, come I've done, back like a cooking show. And say I've done re- that bit. We're going to put earlier. the cover note on. We're going to put the footer on. So I'm going to put my. So you've got this quote from Visiontronics. Mm-hmm. So I'm put Visiontronics's web address on mm-hmm. the bottom of the page. Yes, 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 yes. That, so that's now. Done. Yeah. So we're going to supply. Here we go. So I've, I've already put some price lists in my category. So I just go through my little wheel here. Multi-room audio video. So you need a four-room, four-source with speakers. I've added that. Mm-hmm. Did you want one or two of those, Andrew? I'll just give you one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, we have to add. Oh, look. Labour installation time. Come on, 
go with the flow here. So four sets of four rooms of audio. Mm. Oh, we'll just give you. We'll give you. I the, suppose the good thing is that by this stage of one of our podcasts, most people are not listening anymore. So this this is probably adequate entertainment. Yeah, keep going. So there it is, done. It's done, isn't it? So you there's get... your quote. I thought you were going to phone it to me. That's a picture of my shop. I can't see anything else. It says, proposal for audio fix, multi-room audio system. Well, don't you, like, don't you then SMS it or email it yeah, to I me now? Yeah, email it to you. And there it is there. Wow, that's, that, is a, that's, that looks amazing. That looked like a blank piece of paper with a few bits of text on it which listed some equipment with a title. It does. And prices. So you, what did you do before you used this program? Did you write down, like, notes, little scratch little things on Post-it notes and stick it? No, I'd type people's. everything out individually. And, type it? On a know. typewriter? <laughs> yes, on a typewriter. Typewriter. So you don't like my app. I love my app. I'm, I can't see your app. You're acting like I've got telescopic eyes. Oh, no, okay. it's, it seems very good. Um, but I would have thought being an app, the thing was you sent it electronically and yep. it's an iPad how are you going to print it out without a wireless printer no here it is oops what's your name again Norband don't that's with a K there you go send it's gone it's gone it's okay. in your email box oh in my email not in my um not in my f- which one? Gmail or? Junk mail. Yeah, all right, well, hang on. I'll pick up my <laughs> iPad now. I really don't think this is terribly entertaining for the uh, would-be listener. but No, I'm just saying it's a great little... Well, while I'm receiving my mail, yeah. can you um, speak? So for those people who, who are interested, it's called The Proposal. It's an app on the iTunes store. Download it for twelve ninety-five. I think it was. Okay. It's great for quoting, not just for the AV industry. You can put any price lists in. Okay. My plug. I'm not getting anything for it, but I just thought I'd let you know, let everyone know about it. Okay. Well, I'm I'm checking my mail. It probably hasn't left yet. And what other riveting AV news have you got this week? Oh, look, it failed. <laughs> failed to send. To spell it right, there's no you in junk mail. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. It's all good. It's gone now. No, it just says unsent message. Well, I don't know if that's really good enough, Keith. <laughs> I mean, there's not much point. It's just come up to warn me that that Gmail is a potential phishing website. <laughs> What? This have you got this uh, news flash, listeners? News flash. Warning: possible phishing site. The address for the website you're visiting, which is my email address at gmail.com, contains a username or password. This may be a phishing website. Phishing websites are designed to trick you into disclosing personal or financial information, usually by creating a copy of a legitimate website, such as a bank. Since when have banks been legitimate websites? They're never legitimate businesses. A bunch of criminals. <laughs> Ignore this warning. Oh, that's Gmail for you. They're looking out for you. Oh, I know what I did wrong. 
God, I'm a knobhead. My name is knobhead. Um, oh, well, let's, let's get back to audio. We better do something because well, the recorder's test, still running. We've been listening. We've done the test, the waterproof test. Oh, man, they sound great. I was listening to them earlier today. Yeah. They are surprisingly good. We're going to void them. Oh, I already did that. Have you? Yeah. They were good. Did it have that spider inside, the, or the lack of a spider inside? No, no, I just smashed them with a hammer. <laughs> I didn't. You're not sticking to the format. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> you got me started by being bored by sending me boring proposals on your proposal program. I don't want multi-room audio. I want two-channel audio. Okay, I'm checking my mail. Where's, I don't think it... Where's my quote? I don't know. I'm, I'm connected to your network and it's not letting me send. You could have written this quote on a piece of paper and handed it to me. No, Instead, I couldn't have. you've done it electronically. You've tried to send it to me to the other side of the room, which has no doubt gone around the world to get here. What a shame we can't email ourselves. Quick Caribbean holiday. Anyhow, okay. I, Gmail seems to have some kind of new... Oh, no, there it is. Multi-room audio system. Oh, there you go. Ah, picture of the shop. Proposal for audio fix. Multi-room audio system. Don't don't read the... I didn't elaborate too much. Oh, I see you've got the cost price and the retail in here. So it's XYZ amplifier costs $79. Retails $1,276. bucks. <laughs> You've accidentally printed it out with your... Um, with it your, doesn't with do that at all. No, it looks pretty good, Keith. I'll grant you that, and I'll, I'll back up what you said. Yeah, no, now that I've seen that, that's quite smart. Um, you could obviously customise it up a bit. And, yeah, you, you can customise it. Logos and crap on it. No, that looks cool. Now, we better talk about audio. Um, I um, CD is on soon. Next month. Yeah. That should be... Uh, Exciting. Well, it's either going to be really exciting or it's going to be really terrible. Mm, okay, well, that's covered CD. And now... Um, <laughs> uh, well, let's say it's on the 9th to the 11th. Uh, what, of September? Yeah, no, May. It'll be the other one. Next month. The one, the, the vaguely exciting one. Um, we've got a forum on our website now where you can go in and talk crap. So what's the purpose no of the forum? There. What's the purpose of the forum? It's, um... It, well... There's two aspects to it. There's, there's, there's the, for the trade listener slash person in the in in, in Australia, perhaps um, you can get on there in private with other trade folk. Yes, and exchange information. What sort of information are we talking about? All sorts, anything you like. Then on the more public, so it's backdoor trading. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's some backdoor trade oh. going on there. I think no, no, that's the other website. No, the um, the and then the and the public profile part is it's just another forum, and people say, oh, StereoNet have got that covered, you know? Yeah, they have. StereoNet have definitely got the hi-fi enthusiast thing covered. Ours is more about um, um, interaction-related issues, buying and selling. Yes. Um, Less about actual hi-fi and cables and amps and speakers and more about, um, you know, I went and saw Joe Blog and he offered me great service and I'd like to tell people about it or Joe Blog, in fact, was an a-hole and 
I think he should be reported. And then you've got for sale and wanted as well. So yes. you can list all your crap in there. Anybody, it's all free. I mean, you and I have listed a bit of junk. We've got lying about the store in there. Wasn't so much product. Junk. You call it product. You wouldn't call not, it junk. Not call it junk? Okay. So we've got product uh, in there. I like to call it equipment. Product could be um, Easter eggs, and I don't sell Easter eggs. Hair product. Yeah. So what product? Hair product. It's, oh, yeah, would you like some product <laughs> in your hair? I don't know, baby. Where are you getting that product from? <laughs> uh. A special place. Um, uh, yeah, so wanted for sale. Uh, yep. So it's wanted, free. Wanted for sale. Good. That's open to anyone. Oh, yeah. You and just then register. Once like all you, the spammers do. And then you... And then you um, list your gear in there. And the fact is that Google's picked up on it, and it actually works. Mm. And, okay, people say, well, i got eBay. I list all my crap on eBay, or I list it on StereoNet. Yeah, yeah, but I think, does StereoNet charge for classifieds? I think they would. I think they do. eBay we know do. Yep. And you know the other thing that I find a bit of a drag with eBay is you've got to fuck around and, oh, fuck around, that's not really the right language, is it? Piss about with... Working out freight costs and taking photos, and this is far more casual. This is like, hey, well, throw it out there, field some inquiries, then get the information. It's the lazy man's classified ad. Well, so what go, hey. I like about it is it's the real, you're dealing with real people. You put your contacts, your details yeah, up there. You register, you, and yeah. people will personal message you, PM you. Yeah. Or you can put your phone number in there if you like. I don't care, but I wouldn't do that. I mean, my, my, my phone number's out on the web. It doesn't worry me, but some people might not want It's to not as that. if it's hard to obtain it, anyhow. If you've got your business name there, it's not hard to find no, the phone if, number. If we're talking end users who want to just private individuals who want to put, they've got their, um, oh, I don't know, their, what's a good example? They've got their XYZ CD player they no longer need. Cost them 1200 bucks. They want 300 bucks for it. It's a, I don't know, Tiaki, Esoteric, something or other, and it's, this is the rough condition and so forth. And my attitude with the classifieds is just bang it in there. Don't just get field some inquiries. You didn't want my photos, get a, did you? Get a communication <laughs> thing happening with a potential buyer and then exchange descriptions and price and what have you. Yes. No? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's quick, simple. You can list it super fast and you just list it as a thread. You know, so yeah. you, it's just a, a new, topic. Yeah, topic. Yeah. Yeah, well, there won't be a thread developed. Although you could ask, you could ask questions of the of the seller within the thread. Yeah. So that's the forum at inside-av.com. It's good. And you didn't finish it. The forum at inside-av.com. Is that the web address? Yeah, isn't it? No, it's www.inside-av.com/forum. Yeah, well, potentially. But we we don't have a .dot au, do we? Did we no. get a .dot? Do we no, get it's it? Just .dot com. Yeah. So long since we did a podcast, I can't remember the bloody name of the website. <laughs> um, the so. And as for the rest of the forum, we just get on there and sprout crap. I don't care. It's it's a bit of a free for all, a bit like the old news groups compared with um, StereoNet, which is very highly moderated and very politically correct. Yes. Yeah. We're not into that. No, we're real world. Yeah. So, uh, got the forum covered. Worth a look. As I say, mainly the, the, the immediate use of that thing is to bung your crap on there for sale, I think. 
Yeah, and it's a good place to list bad people to deal with. Yeah, well, we, we that's another aspect of it which we feel quite strongly about, and that is that, um, you know, well, you've had a shoddy experience with yeah. a builder. Um, the, the, the government has these sort of lists of people. Do they? Usually. Am I on it? No. <laughs> I hope not. Don't they list all the the bad? Oh, the people that have had a lot of reports to fair trading or something. Don't well, think they do that, do they? Not publicly. No, no. So? No, the people that do bad stuff to other people, aren't they listed on? <laughs> people? How old are you, Keith? The people that do bad stuff to other people are listed on a special, like a blackboard down in the town square. That's it. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the people that do bad things so we to li- other people <laughs> are listed somewhere. Okay. What the fuck has any of this got to do with audio? Moving right along. World Tour of Factories. Many, yeah, how's that going? Many episodes ago, <laughs> I mentioned you- I was sending out an email requesting <laughs> an appointment to come and tour your factory. Well, I haven't sent the email. So, what do you? Uh, what did you? <laughs> you've written what to the Cadbury factory in Tasmania or something? You're coming. That's there. not international, is it? <laughs> it's overseas, South Island of Australia. Uh, still Australia, though. Um, no, I haven't done that yet. I've got to do it. Oh, I'm a bit behind. People that know me will uh, understand. Um. I've covered everything on my list. Well, I did my story. I did my app that you weren't very happy with. I don't see what's got to do. All my stuff is to do with audio. Your stuff was to do with cars running into traffic islands (laughs) and you doing quotes. Well, I just thought some people would be interested. Oh, I'll give you a story about something unrelated to anything to do with audio. Um, No, can't think of one. Um, oh, normally I have all sorts of grievances, but I actually have had a pretty good run lately. No, you know how I crapped on about Subway and slagged them off a couple of episodes ago? Oh, you went back? No, 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 I'm just saying I've had a pretty good run in shops lately. I, oh, okay. You know? I mean, um, yeah, um, I'm just trying to think of a shoddy example. No, pretty good lately, good run. Except for the post office, you weren't happy. No, it was, no, it's just what, what I find is, and it's not surprising, truck drivers are the same. You know, they're truck drivers. They're not going to be great communicators. They're not going to have a wide-ranging social skill set, are they? They're well-travelled. They may well be, but it doesn't seem to add up to much of a broad outlook on life. Um, now, there's definitely nothing else written on this list. Um, no, I've had a good run with people lately. I haven't had a haven't had a too many uh, whinging old man type um, things to carry on about. Oh, I wish I could think of one. No, no, yep, they good run. So, so we, we, everyone's seen the, the videos we've done with Lab Assistant Lucy. Yeah. What's the next one we're going to do? 
Uh, I thought the next one was we were going to we were going to test the strength of a push prong That's right. straight wire cable, which is the custom install make a RCA cable any length you need product. Uh, it takes you about twenty or thirty seconds per end to make up an exact length. Or they're on our on the or they're on our eBay shop. The one that we haven't got going yet. Yeah, they uh, they are um they they um. They're very strong. They've got great strain relief capabilities. And we were going to set Lucy up to, with using her teeth, she was going to hold a plug in her teeth. Oh, we weren't. We're going to wrap her in, we're going to put some harness on her. <laughs> wrap her in, <laughs> wrap her in cellophane. <laughs> wrap her in glad wrap. Wrap, what are we wrap, wrap something around her waist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A harness. Yeah. yeah. A harness, yeah, okay. And yeah. She was going to, because she's a, quite a fit girl. She does. Um, she works out. She. What does she do? Some kind of martial arts or something. Um, yeah, some sort of punch your face in sort of activity. Yeah. Okay. Punch your face. <laughs> in uh, so she's going to. Um, she's going to kit out, kit up. Yep. And drag a vehicle, which we haven't quite decided what one to use, but a vehicle. We're not. That's big money because we a don't know how much she can pull and nor do we know how strong the cable really is well, but she's know. not a little girl she's no, she's tall she's strong she's got muscles um we better get off lucy it'll just descend into uh, chaos yeah. and we've got the dc to speaker test that we're going to do we're going to set up Oh, yeah. Speakers on fire. Well, the Silicon Chip magazine tried to set a speaker on fire with DC and couldn't do it. They pictured it on the front cover of their magazine on fire, but they said inside the magazine actually poured petrol on it and set fire to it for the shock. We believe choosing the right speaker and the right amount of DC, we feel we can probably make one catch fire. Yes. And if not, we'll do the same as Silicon Chip. (laughs) We'll do it far more dramatically. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Put something uh, much more explosive on it than... Uh, actually, I don't think they put petrol on it. They put something else, but uh, nonetheless, they got to catch fire. So I think that's episode 15 wrapped up. Yep. Um, we should be back next week, and then the week after that, we'll be at Cedia. Yeah, we're going to do live. Um, not live, but... Um, well, live, well, we're going to... Extract the fact of the matter is, you and I have been busy with various other projects for the last couple of weeks. This is why the podcast feed's been a bit slow. We've actually had work to do, work, work, like money-making work. Yeah. And I've had all sorts of things. Boring stuff. Boring stuff. So here we are, first night for a while, knocking out some um, chit-chat. But uh, CDA will become remotivated and we'll have more time. We'll have heaps of new things to talk about, I'm sure. Things to talk about, people to talk to. There'll be more interviews and, uh, yeah, the the, the podcast will be rejuvenated come see you, which is four weeks away. Not even that. No, it's less than four weeks. Just under, yeah. Three, hang on. It starts on a Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, Wednesday. So it's either three weeks exactly or four weeks exactly, which is it? I think it's actually three weeks exactly. I'm wrong. Yet again. Yeah, three weeks exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Well, I can't wait. All good. I am excited. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) 
Well, we'll soon find out. The good thing about Cydia this year, it hasn't happened for a while, is we don't have to drive for 100 k's to get there instead of driving to uh, or flying, as we more normally do, to Sydney or Melbourne. Yeah. What? still think I need to stay down there because you don't want to drive back and uh, come back. Oh, so mm. far, I know, 100 k's. I mean, it must be all of 90 to your place. <laughs> yes. So 90 k's, right? What about the poor people in Sydney who have to drive from, I don't know, Upper Kambukta West yes. into the CBD every day? It takes two and a quarter hours each way. Well, that's their fault for living in Sydney. Yeah, that's right. It is their fault, yeah. Um, well... I'm quite happy to I drive home in the middle of the night after a show or something. Yeah, what do you do? You go down to a theatre performance and you have to stay overnight. <laughs> too tired to drive home. No, no, no. There's all the other... I've got the um, other commitments, like catching up with distributors with their... Oh, free beer dinners. and dinners. Yeah. And, and will it, I get invited to some of those? I don't know. Have you been nice to any of them? Not really. No. Oh, I was hoping to scunge along on yours. Well, we can see what we can do. You particular supplier that's always put on a good meal, I'm not sure that they're putting that on this year, are they, or not? Oh, I, actually, that'll be interesting to see. So, that. Didn't it get... It got downsized. It got downsized last year? It was still really good. Where the hell was last year? Sydney. Wasn't it? Yeah, Sydney. Yeah, I think I only went for a day or two. Yeah, so... It... Yeah, you went to... Oh, because I was leaving the country, that's yes. right. Yes, yes, I bugged off, yeah. Yes. You'd think I'd remember it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I was only there for two days or something. Um, but, yeah, I think I had dinner with you. Oh, is that, is that the night that we went to Szechuan restaurant and we burned our mouth? <laughs> no, that was, that was two years, years before, before that. Oh, God. God. I don't know. It's just it's a blur. A, it's a pretty strong memory. <laughs> it is a strong <laughs> memory. <laughs> Be careful what you order and... Sichuan restaurant. In Chinatown. Um, what did you put on the pathetic Chinese accent? Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's wrap it up and then we'll have something. It's wrapped up. Nothing good came out for the last, I think, it, judging by my... Oh, we can edit over it. There, it's an hour. Oh, I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going <laughs> to just spill it. Let it just unfurl on the internet. Through cyberspace, a big stream of brown ones, ones and zeros. Yeah. All right. See you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening.